0: Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Thank you so much for checking this out. Seriously, the 9 to 11 people that are checking this out, like some of my best friends probably, oh my gosh, I appreciate it. You mean the world to me. Thank you so much for the memories you've made. And uh, please share this if you find any value in it. You know, it doesn't have to be on your Instagram and your Facebook, none of that. Hey, just tell one friend, like one of maybe our old friends, hey, Ian's new podcast, he tells a funny story. He's like really honest about how terrible he is and you should check it out it's kind of funny uh so with that being said let me welcome you to the blessing business podcast episode one well today uh, we're going to get into a little about me i'm just going to give you a little brief background nothing crazy just a little something for you to tune in a little earworm for you to kind of settle in on and uh, get a feel for what this pod is going to be all about you know i'm doing this um for a few reasons um First and foremost, honestly, it's just a place to come and share with my friends all of the crazy stories, all of the high highs and low lows that we've endured, and to learn from each other. You know, I've started to realize that in the last three years of me being a full time entrepreneur, if that's what you want to call it, um, that this thing is not easy. And thankfully, life is not easy. And so there's so much that you get to learn about life when you're building a business. And so hopefully my community of people can add value to your community of people and this thing becomes a group effort, just a place where we can come, laugh at ourselves, and uh, be honest about how to stay in line with God's plan and God's purpose. Um, So today's going to be a little bit about how my faith began, a little bit of background, not going to share the whole life story, that's kind of boring, it's crazy and fun as mine will be and I'm sure there will be a 55 minute episode at some point, getting into some of the (laughs) dirty details of my past, but today I'm just going to kind of briefly overview um, what I like to call the disaster or potentially the lifesaver that the spring of 2018 was so we're gonna get into that but first let me tell you that uh, the next six episodes are gonna consist of some of my friends that are in different steps of the journey um, on their way to to what it is that they want to do business owners entrepreneurs salespeople that are committed and have been in the game and and have a lot to share so a few different perspectives what it's gonna look like is six people that are in different steps along that journey from six months in and figuring it out to 15 years in and multiple eight-figure businesses Um, so in every step in between so episode one with one of my close friends uh, one of my best and oldest friends someone that I actually lived with in seventh grade someone that has always been there in so many ways and uh, only recently has stepped into the, the entrepreneur business grind thing and let me tell you his catalyst is a lot harder than mine and for that reason I know that his basis his foundation is probably going to be a lot stronger so I think he's gonna have a lot of value to add I'm not gonna spoil his story but um, there's death involved and it's it's a a close family member and uh, I'll let him share more of that but I think we can all relate uh, to what it's like to lose someone important to us and just how hard it can be and um, you know unfortunately God is graceful and he seeks us with purpose through the entirety of our lives but sometimes our own decisions and our own actions can become cyclical we get caught up in the way we act and we continue to, to carry ourselves in ways that maybe aren't serving us to our fullest potential and when life-shaking things happen it really makes us reevaluate what we're doing and why we're doing it so I think his story is uh, going to be incredible I'm going to learn so much from it And uh, he's such a personality I think you guys are just going to have a blast And I think that anybody Whether you're a Christian and a business owner Or an atheist McDonald's employee I think that his story is really going to resonate And uh, and touch a lot of people So super excited about that Um, Next five episodes Essentially um, friends that are Different steps of the journey next episode after that will be somebody that's been doing it for two years we have great memories together we actually I kind of helped launch his entrepreneurial thing if I can take credit for that he's done so much more with it than I could have ever hoped and uh, frankly that episode is going to be all about what it's like to be a couple years in he's been doing it for two years now our first experience we actually stood outside of the Houston rodeo and uh, and sold items goods uh, cookies and treats chips waters beverages all that good stuff Uh, a couple years ago And uh, he actually used that money to move to Los Angeles and chase his real estate dream. Um, So that's gonna be a blast. His story is all about, you know, the fact that you cannot get swole without getting sore. Because I know he's had a really tough couple years and I know that it's been the best and the worst times of his life without even getting that quote. I mean, I know because I've been doing it for a pretty similar amount of time and I know what it's like to be on that grind he's done some of the same things as me door-to-door sales and uh real estate and man he's gonna add a lot of value for my friend group my close friend group that's gonna be the episode that probably resonates the hardest with us man because we're still trying to get you know those first really big checks those first you know big savings accounts those first big blessings for your family all that good stuff you know we haven't gotten those things yet and um, that's okay because we're we're in our chapter and we're serving our chapter the way that God wants us to and we're interacting with the people that God wants us to for a reason. We're doing it with a passion and a purpose and I know He's so focused and aligned uh, with what He wants to do and how He wants to do it and he, He's going to do it. So. That's going to be a blast. After that, we'll talk, uh, as you can imagine, with people that are maybe a little further along the line. Um, we're going to sit down with two business partners, and uh, we're going to really talk about relationships and what it's like to build a sustainable business with other people. going to be a blast. After that, we'll get into it with a friend who has been high as hell and low as could be. I mean, he's just seen the best of times and the worst of times. He's been up, down, and back around. and um, One of the best Christians I know, one of the most faithful, loving, honest, genuine people in the world Uh, one of my business partners gonna be a blast just gonna be a blast Uh, after that we'll sit down with somebody that is way cooler than me 21 year old that is making so much more money than me he's done it quickly we're gonna talk about momentum how to network how to explode how to build momentum with ferocity uh, which is something that in God's favor and with enough focus and attention on him He will move you in Uh, so that's gonna be a blast I mean I'm gonna learn so much from that hopefully you do too and then, last but not least, we're going to get into it with um, somebody who's been doing it for about 15 years and has, has seen the eight figures. He's got the eight figures saved. He's in multiple industries, owns multiple businesses, one of the most important entrepreneurs in Texas for impacting young individuals that are trying to do the same things. Um, so, honestly, just so, so blessed to, to have those people in my life, and I want to share them with you. Um, so, please tune in. Uh, we're going to have a blast. I promise most of the episodes are going to be a little bit cooler than this, but I just wanted to give you a little earworm, give you a little idea of what things are going to look like, and uh, and just share a little cute story, a little narrative, just an open and honest, transparent time for me to to let you in on, on myself. So I have an incredibly traumatic background, a pretty wild childhood, as most of my close friends listening probably know, and uh, we'll definitely get into that in time but with more purpose and more intention than I can probably allow you right now. So we're just going to tell you about uh, the spring of 2018, one of the most transformative times in my life, um, as I went from being in a place that I was incredibly comfortable with to a place that I was absolutely so uncannily uncomfortable with. And this period persisted for about 12 months. So you're going to hear a little bit as I get in here about uh, March of 2018 to March of 2019 because, boy, was it tough and also the most important time of my life. So where do we start? We'll start with the crypto boom of 2017 for all my trader friends that are familiar with it. I had a pretty killer little time uh, there between September to January At the end of 2017, if you might recall, Bitcoin went from 5,000 to 20,000, and altcoins worth fractions and fractions of fractions of pennies exploded into dollars. I mean, we're talking about growth rates from 0.003 cents to $42.13 over periods of 30 days. I mean, absolute boom and bust in the markets, uh, figuring out margin trading, figuring out ownership and equity on uh, stocks, cryptos, Forex. Uh, I was introduced to it. Summer summer 2017 And uh, was really having success with it With a couple of close friends by the end of the year And um, frankly I was having a blast And um, It's probably honest to say That I've never had more fun in my life That being said I was operating in very unsustainable ways In practices that were Definitely self-serving In the worst ways Um, So what that kind of looks like Is me and a couple of friends on our iPhones making hundreds of thousands of dollars a day per day and going out and eating sushi and going on little vacations. And, you know, thankfully in that time I was able to see the country while I still could and um, had a blast. And that being said, things were only bound to get really ugly. I was operating in ways that just weren't fair to the people around me. And um, boy, I'll just get right into it. So one morning, um, somewhere in late January, uh, Ripple was at 25 cents for all my traders out there. Uh, it has not been anywhere near that since. Ripple has since, excuse me, excuse me, a dollar and 25 cents. Uh, Ripple has since uh, found about 20 to 25 cents at home. Uh, that night, I had a buy in from 125. And essentially what that means is for every cent that it was going up I was making or losing um, hundreds maybe borderline thousands of dollars and uh, well in the middle of the night I woke up happy as could be to see that on my little app I was up two thousand bucks meaning that in my sleep with my cute little meditation in the back you know I had made more than what I was accustomed to making per month maybe just a year beforehand right and unfortunately, my stupidity served me incredibly well. And I uh, thought I'd close the trade. The next morning, I woke up to find that I was down $12,000. But I had to cut the account. It was about 90% of everything I own because I'm an idiot. And frankly, it was 110,000% of my foundation, my ego, my, my self worth, and uh, my priority. So as you can imagine it was pretty deflating In the stressful aftermath of the moments following I was able to somehow Literally break my back I mean, not actually, but I didn't walk for three weeks I don't know what happened But I flew up off that couch And I did something It was an incredibly tough time And thankfully within the next 24 hours I began vomiting profusely for three days Due to some sort of illness Contracted So I spent the remainder of that week laying on the floor, sleeping maybe two or three hours a day, bawling my eyes out, and vomiting all over the place. So hot. It was really cute. And um, I would proceed over the next 30 days to blow through the four or five grand I might have had left to my name by doing reckless shit that I'm not proud of. frankly disgusting but I'm so very thankful for this period in retrospect because without it I never would have been inspired and moved to chase the a bigger purpose to chase while I wasn't in line with God yet because I hadn't quite been through enough I started to understand that my principles needed to change and uh, I greatly appreciate all the people in my life in that period and, and uh and just the way that God moved in me. It was such an important time. So by May, by May the 1st, I had proceeded to also lose my apartment in downtown Houston, as well as most of my clothes and my music studio. And everything that I loved about my life the credit cards, maxed out at 15 grand, taking out student loans. It was a mess and I proceeded to in that period decide that I needed a serious change and uh, one day while I'm kind of having these thoughts um, thankfully members of an incredible organization that I won't mention by name but if you know me you know what I was doing Uh, you check it out I don't want to wander any legal territory here but um, I went decided to connect with uh, a group of business owners in Massachusetts uh, that were doing something really special in a solar company they had a lot of notoriety It was a young team made up of people, mostly guys, that were incredible. Incredible people with incredible skills and ambitions. And I was able to connect and land the job in the organization and decided to go ahead and move my entire life to Boston, Massachusetts. It was quite the decision, and I'm so very thankful for it, but unfortunately... Uh, In the 40-hour drive there, I'd proceed to lose my truck. My truck was only two years old. It's a beautiful new vehicle. And somehow I stressed that thing the heck out and uh, blew the motor. It ended up in a dealership where it would continue to see litigation due to malfunction on the dealership's part. The truck was essentially a collateralized negative equity disaster that didn't run for the next 12 to 15 months following so within 24 hours of moving to Boston Massachusetts one of the most expensive places in the world I had no money no car no friends would soon have no phone and I definitely had little to no hope it was an incredibly tough time and if it weren't for the individuals that I I moved in with up there that were in the organization I I simply don't know if I'd even still be alive I mean frankly it was way too much to manage Um, it was way too much contrast from what I was just experiencing I mean only a few months prior I was literally traveling the country and doing whatever I wanted blowing money in Vegas and seeing the West Coast and being a little idiot so this was, this was tough to process And as you can imagine I didn't respond All that well uh, Thankfully through The group in that house By the grace of God I was able to be invited To church and the, the reason why uh, As unfortunate as it is Is I was actually so broke that I couldn't afford breakfast And shout out to 508 uh, Church in Ashland Massachusetts Shout out Joey Turpak. Shout out Mikey, shout out Dev and Fry, shout out all of them. So much love for the message uh, that I received that day uh, for that free breakfast. Um, Pastor Fry delivered an incredible message about the difference between the tree of life and the tree of knowledge. I had been entirely consumed by the tree of knowledge. I thought I was someone special. I thought that I was different that I had a right to success due to my intelligence and my skills. And it was a really, really piss poor way to live. A very unfulfilling and miserable existence, frankly. So with that being said, um, I'll get into a little bit of what that message is really all about. What that message is about is knowing the difference between your ambitions and God's ambitions in your life. Oftentimes, it's so easy for us to be consumed by what we want that we don't give any priority to what the world might need from us. And it's so easy in a world full of earthly pleasures, chase the wrong things. And I have friends and family, unfortunately, that don't even have a concept of that yet. And that's okay, because I know that God is moving them with a purpose. But it's tough to witness when you yourself have lived in it before. It is an unfulfilling and miserable existence, like I said. So, uh, to kind of hone in on that that message and that lesson um, that I was overwhelmed by in the moment, hopefully you get an idea of... Um, what the Garden of Eden looked like and why um, in this foundational and fundamental story in the Bible why it resonates so true and why it is uh, one of the most impactful stories for new believers as well as believers uh, that have been doing it for a long time Right? because sometimes even in chasing God we seek Him we tell ourselves that we're seeking Him by spending time in our daily Bible app and going through message plans, going to church on Sunday, uh, we can convince ourselves that we are uh, living empowered. And unfortunately, that's the devil's favorite version of the tree of knowledge, because it's masked and disguised as a tree of life. But what I've learned more than anything, and it's so simple, yet so difficult, is that Happiness lies in your actions Not very groundbreaking wisdom Not all that insightful But it really is, it's profound And it's moving Because unfortunately When we wake up in the morning We grab our phones And we live our lives In in a, a paradigm of pleasing others In a paradigm of Questioning ourselves And in a paradigm Where God Can't truly shine his light on you we get so consumed in our darkness that we worship and we might participate but we don't become fully consumed in him it is so easy and we all struggle with it the best of Christians in the world and those of us who are just starting out it's one of the most consistent themes in all relationships right Cyclical patterns We get caught in We get stuck up in And we can't figure our way out of Because sometimes we don't even realize That we're, we're stuck in them um, So sometimes Unfortunately Maybe if you aren't feeling entirely fulfilled Maybe shoot a little prayer And ask God for some very scary things Like patience And endurance Pray for those things. Let me tell you, your life will be shaken upside down, and you will learn and grow. And I think that the next two podcasts are really going to dive into that because two people that are in the very beginning, right? Somebody that's six months in and has just been eating dirt for six months, and somebody that's been eating dirt for two years. Both of our digestive systems are completely ruined, um, and um, that's just a part of the game because you need that soil in your belly. You need that that fuel. And that foundation and that respect for the value of what you're chasing. So I really look forward to, to jumping in that with them. Hey, 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 it's another beautiful day. Okay, uh, I'm adding to this. This is actually a second edition we're doing to the little pod. Because as you might have noticed I really didn't share the rest of the story that was 2018, 2019. My solar experience, my Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, a little endeavor. And I think there's a lot of value to be added, and some really funny and stupid stories to share on my part. Uh, frankly, I'm going to get more into some of the dumbest things I've ever done, because while I could sit here and, and talk about you know, how my faith grew and how I did begin worshiping and getting somewhat in line with what God wanted, I definitely proceeded to underserve myself and the people around me uh, to really unfair uh, means and, and extents. So... Let's just get right into it. I'm going to be open and transparent. Uh, I think it's important that I do this now uh, because I want you to know that this is not me coming on here and and I love Jesus and I run a business. I'm dope. All my people dope. Come check this out. It's really not what this is. You know, this podcast is going to be mostly about trial and adversity and how we overcome it and stay aligned and and God's plan. And uh, become better versions of ourselves. So I'm gonna get right into it and, and let it rip about some of the. I'm gonna tell. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the stupidest thing I did in each of those three cities, um, and I'm going to uh, share with you some things that I learned from the people that I was working alongside and the people that I was uh, working with in the field in solar. So, you know, it's funny recording this and sitting down talking about it. Um, you know, I've never really done that, and in doing so. Uh, I'm actually able to take the lessons and make them concrete. So before I even start, let me just say that counseling is really important um, for any business owner. Counseling and life coaching, preferably faith-based, and why this podcast exists is so important. It's to make these uh, stories concrete and to share them and to take away what you can from them because what's... What's life about if you can't learn from it, right? So, all that being said, go ahead and dive right in. I'll tell you what it kind of looked like in Boston. We'll start there. You know, great church experience, as you just heard. But I'd continue to do some pretty stupid stuff. Um, In training with the solar company for the first time, like many of us, I ripped a jewel in the summer of 2018, and there was no looking back. I mean... Everybody got a little addicted there, you college kids, a lot of us got a little down and dirty, but let me tell you, like anything, I did it to the max. Um, I really maxed out, I had two that were always charged at all times, every morning I'd wake up, first thing, rip, go out in the field, knock on doors and get told no all day while consistently ripping that thing to my head. And One day, about four or five hours into the knocking, I proceeded to, of course, run out of, run out of energy, run out of... Uh, I think pods too, who cares? Uh, They both died and I couldn't hit a jewel. That was a problem. And instead of maybe finding another way to cure that nicotine fix or, oh boy, here's an idea, chilling the heck out for a few hours and maybe thinking about it's the problem that is ripping a jewel that hard, I took the last $75 of credit card availability that I had and bought $64. In uh, a uh, one suck at Rhode Island gas station, uh, a jewel, because I wanted one that was charged with fresh pods to sit back and rip. And thankfully enough, it was uh, such a negative thing to do that I actually got consumed in it and couldn't even believe myself. So, upon hitting that first rip, I was so pissed off with myself that I proceeded to sit there and rip through all four pods while listening to music instead of working for the next two or three hours uh thank you chris diaz for letting me be such an idiot i love you i appreciate you everybody go check out dj diaz while we're on the subject i'm gonna definitely have my man's on the pod at some point not positive he's super he is christian my man my man is faithful as heck and uh i look forward to getting into it with him fun stories and uh so yeah i did that wow Um, The other Boston story I'll share with you is uh, more of a lesson, more of an idea uh, for you to get of what I was actually doing and what it kind of looked like. And so we, uh, for the entire month of July, myself, my friend Mike, my friend Hayden, my teammates, we spent the entire month from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. in one neighborhood that consisted entirely of... Um, well, Indians. You know, it's not race. They're Indians, right? They're from India. All these people were. I mean, the average, the median income was probably, hmm, probably around two fifty at least. I mean, we're talking about six hundred thousand to one point two million dollar homes in a beautiful community where everyone gets out and walks every day in large numbers. I mean, this is a, a beautiful place. It really is, and uh, it was a community that, upon hearing about the solar rebate programs, um, which let me get into that for a second. Look, I love you mass holes to death. I know there's probably a couple of you listening. But uh, for a solar salespeople, it was incredibly difficult because being told no when you're serving a product that you know people are getting value out of is, boy, it's just really tough. So what it kind of looks like in uh, the north is the average electricity bill is anywhere between 800 to to $1,000. Yeah, I said it, 800 to to $1,000 on electricity every month uh, to most of the home owners that we're working with. We're able to, with solar, replace their electric bill with a bill that is 30 to 50% less cheaper on a monthly basis and ends in 10 years. Oh, and on top of that, the state is going to give you $10,000 for having the courage to take the leap of faith. Sounds like a pretty good deal, right? It sounds a little bit too good to be true. But let me tell you, it's not. It's because that energy and resources are so scarce that programs like this have to exist in order for uh, this very highly populated energy consumption-rich area that is literally getting their power from all the way in Texas and sent on poles all the way up there, uh, a massively outdated infrastructure. Um, it's just a disaster. So, basically, what my life looked like was going door to door and trying to convince people to do the right thing. You know, I know God had a purpose and a plan for not making that state 100% solar, but it really beats me. And if you're a mass hole homeowner that doesn't have solar, it it blows my mind, and being told no, every day consistently was just not fun. In this Indian neighborhood, because they were discerning and a smart people, they, uh, for the most part, were very receptive. This community had decided together that they were going to to do this. It was all about who they were going to do it with. Thankfully, we were the people that introduced it, and me, Mike, and Aiden, to this to this neighborhood of, oh goodness, probably about three hundred homes. Of those 300, we probably sat down with a healthy 270 of them, between the three of us. And um, that entire neighborhood is now solar. That entire neighborhood is either solar or in the process of going solar. And unfortunately, only maybe 10 people actually did it with us, uh, because they found better implementations of the product uh, upon us introducing it to them. It's really unfortunate And we probably all, the three of us, missed out on 20 to 40 grand a piece, but it was probably with a purpose. So, that being said, I want to talk about what I learned from that community more than anything. These families, these Indians, despite being a little different than us, were very communal and very discerning. You know, when they wanted to go solar, they decided they knew it was the right thing to do, they were going to save a lot of money and, and help the planet. They didn't just jump on board with uh, the first version of what they were told. They were very discerning. I think um, a part of faith is being very discerning in our every small action. So from the way that they operate with inside their homes, uh, they they respect cleanliness, and um, and they're just action-oriented. They are focused on doing the right thing because they value what we have in America, and what we can do with it. And I think it's important that we realize that the same applies to us. We get so accustomed to our lives here that sometimes we simply isolate ourselves on social media and with our small friend group and and become stuck in rituals that just aren't very discerning and aren't very community uh, oriented, And the one thing I can give to them and give them so much credit for is the fact that those families all know each other incredibly well. They all spend time with each other. They're all, they all, would all do anything for each other and they rely on each other. And because of such, one of the highest median income neighborhoods in the country and they're a, a happy people. Generally speaking, those people were happy and a pleasure to spend time with because they really taught me what happiness looks like. Like I said before life is about and happiness is about actions. It's not groundbreaking news, but it is a groundbreaking implementation if you can pull it off. So, that being said, there's Boston for you, right? Um we decided that we did not like getting told no all the time. My team of about 6 and we wanted to uh go back to the south. We were all southern boys living in Massachusetts and we wanted to launch a new market and um, Charlotte, North Carolina, was that market. So, for those of you, you know, who saw me move from Boston to Charlotte, and Chicago. Basically, what we were doing is chasing, you know, like I referred to these state programs where they're giving money and rebates uh, for solar programs, right? So, we decided to go to the land of elevation. I mean, Charlotte, North Carolina, is one of the most beautiful and incredible cities in this country. If any of you ever show any hate or mistreatment, To the beauty that is Charlotte, North Carolina, we got beef, let me tell you. All that being said, what it looked like when we got down there, um, we were all so excited and so passionate about making the most of ourselves in this opportunity, in this beautiful place, and unfortunately, my dumb, dumb little eh decided, about six days into the market, that I wanted to ride out a hurricane. For those of you who might remember, Hurricane Florence struck the coast of North Carolina in the fall of 2018. And for those of you wondering, um, if I was impacted, the answer would be yes, despite the fact that I didn't need to be. I decided on the day of the hurricane that I was going to drive directly into the eye of the storm as it was making landfall so I could put it on Instagram and chill and maybe sell some roofs after the massive damage was, uh, was caused. Right? So, as you can imagine, that really didn't really pan out all that well. Um, I wish that I would have posted on Instagram, but uh, I was too busy not not dying. Uh, on this drive, multiple trees fell in front of us, uh, multiple lightning, or excuse me, um, how should I say, power cables, poles falling over, just absolutely outlandish drive. The sky was a bright orange, and uh, I mean, the energy of, of a storm like that is something that I definitely can't put into words, and I'm appreciative for but, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. I mean, I've done some really stupid stuff, as you've already learned in the past 30 minutes. And, uh, that was bad. And what that looked like was, uh, for three weeks, three weeks there, I got high as a freaking kite. I mean, we did nothing but smoke weed and enjoy the fact that we had no electricity and no food. Partied with a bunch of college kids and some student living areas. And I definitely did not uh, do anything productive whatsoever for more than one hour. And, um... Well, that was a disaster. It was a disaster, and I was almost fired from the solar company. If it wasn't for the grace of ownership, executives, and my teammates, there was no way I was ever even going to get a chance to go to Chicago and keep learning with those guys. And in fact, one of the guys I did that with was let go. Um, So, not an easy experience. I literally ruined the career of a close friend, and I Abandoned my team and left them hanging at a time when they needed me most in Charlotte's and uh, something that I definitely regret Um, I got my payback, of course because in that time I endured some pretty neat stories We almost died trying to leave to get back to Sunday football four or five days after landfall and um, well, we drove right into a pond ruined his car we ended up getting towed by a redneck that would proceed to total a BMW on the drive, as well as wave his gun out the window and point it at people for fun and tell us a cute story about his 15 year old girlfriend and how he, he got warrants and stuff. Um, yeah, so that's not like a story that I'm going to uh, really get into <laughs> um, just because there's so much drug abuse and a bad negative energy and what that was. I'd rather be. <laughs> brief in it and just um, say that addiction is a bad thing we are all addicted to something and it's so sad that we get caught up in these earthly pleasures and desires I know one of my previous addictions of course like many of us was pornography Um, it's only been a few months now that I've been away from that and it's been life-changing I mean just absolutely life-changing Uh, for some of us maybe it's um of course weed i got tons of stoner friends out there y'all hear me um other drugs prescription maybe you got an accident injury now you're on pain with the hair when it could go anywhere right i know that uh business owners as well as everyday folks are, are struggling with some sort of addiction and uh just know that you're not alone like we're all a little bit stupid and, and really do some stupid, crazy things when we are not living in alignment and, uh, in God's faith and His grace. And so when you're in those moments, maybe that's you right now, it's definitely you right now with something maybe on a small scale or big, um, just go get some counseling. Like I said earlier, go talk about it with somebody and, and get some concrete um, understanding of what it is and come to Reckoning with what you're doing, and it'll probably be hard to keep doing it. And it's really just a matter of of that. Uh, Until you tell somebody and really get honest and open about it, you're never really going to overcome it. So that's what this pod's really all about, you know, for me, for my guests, and and for everyone involved. For you, of course, it's just about being open, honest, transparent, graceful, and thankful, and and understanding the blessings. Not sure what this edit's going to look like. Got a call. Boom, boom. We're back. Like I was saying, the blessings um, that we have, that we possess, big and small, if you're alive here today, you're blessed and you're loved, because if you listen to this, I love you. I promise that. And um, yeah, that's what that looked like. That being said, that's kind of what Charlotte turned into. I'll tell you that over the next two months, I've honestly never been closer to God. Uh, When I got back from Wilmington, uh, we were Bible study every day, diet on point, out there in the field killing cells. We did more production uh, than we ever imagined, and it was awesome. But unfortunately, some accountability on us, some accountability on leadership in the company, every deal that we sold was losing money. So that means that we somehow, despite being incredibly productive and working our faces off, lost our company tens of thousands of dollars. It was a really silly thing. Uh, and that's what happens when a bunch of 25-year-olds run a business sometimes, and you're in multiple markets, you're doing a lot of business, you're doing tatai, everything looks great, and um, you can actually be shooting yourself in the foot, or in this case, kind of our head. Um, not good. Just really not good stuff. Because of our poor implementation and understanding of the, of the market and how we needed to operate, we then had to chase a really lucrative opportunity. We had to, once again, 90 days a get later... Same cycle, we gotta up and move and go somewhere where a rebate program can feed us and make up our losses and and really help us all out. So we decided to make that move to Chicago, Illinois, one of the most incredible cities on the planet. I've seen a lot of them, and it's hard to top one of those, or to top that one, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, y'all probably, like, I've given my credit and my praise on Insta and all that good stuff. Please go there soon. Anyways, um... It's an interesting time, this this period in Chicago. Uh, I'll share a little bit about it. Thankfully, the company did put us in an incredible residence, a 12-bedroom house on North Clark Street in Chicago, Wrigleyville. Uh, I could see Wrigley Field from our from our home, three stories. We had a full bar on the bottom with a pool table. We had a, across the street a liquor store, a dis- weed dispensary, and 20 of the most incredible restaurants on the planet. Uh, at our disposal We proceeded to use those things frequently um, You know I was definitely the worst in the house and I think all of us can admit that we indulged A little bit too much In our in our surroundings, in our setting And it really cost us Well, frankly, the company um, There was between 6 to 12 people In that house, in that 12 bedroom house At any given time In the company And um by March, all of us would leave the the house. And by June, all of us leave the company. Um, so what was a 150 salespeople force in this company... Um, sorry, y'all, but it's the truth. Y'all done doing it down to like five people. And it's, it's just crazy. And I take a lot of accountability for being a poor influence in that time. Um, and I greatly greatly regret it a lot of remorse about it still and i haven't even mended all those relationships yet because i think it was very clear that i was probably the worst influence in the house and i used my energy in a really negative way um frankly i mean like any 25 year olds if if you have a full bar and one of the best streets in the city to your access you're going to use that a little bit more than you are the Bible. So we went from being completely consumed by God and, and producing in Charlotte to getting caught up in worldly pleasures in Chicago and and really just shooting ourselves in the face. I mean, uh, we massively underserved ourselves. So if you're one of those people that was in that house or the company, like, I love y'all so much. I'm sorry we did that. And um, dang, shouldn't have happened. You know, we think, I think that I, you know, you think that I would learn my lesson from Wilmington, but... Frankly, when it's normalized and there's a dispensary across the street and the liquor store and the tub, it's just easy, just easy to get caught up in, so easy to slip into those patterns. We convinced ourselves we were still working hard, but the truth is the the differentiating factor is not in 95% of your actions, it's in that, that 5%, it's in that A, what are you doing when nobody's looking, B, what are you doing um, when you could be doing something else, if that makes sense because you could always be doing something a little more productive and I'm not saying that you always have to be productive to have a happy life but I'm saying that you almost always do have to be productive to have a happy business and that's the difference between business owners and and people living our lives there's a lot of con there's a lot of similarities and parallels between life and business and so important but uh yeah I think my business owners know what I'm talking about so that being said uh that's my little Boston, Charlotte, Chicago venture. That's what I was doing. You know, moving every three months across the country with those random guys. Um, I was basically just knocking on doors and getting told no, eighty percent of the time. And the other twenty percent of the time, I was um, helping homeowners uh, transition to clean energy and giving them a product that I'm really proud of, one that served them really well, and they actually got it a lot cheaper price than they should have in Charlotte, woo, and uh, Chicago we got a couple things done but boy was that a disaster i mean moving to chicago to knock door to door in november obviously a part of the problem uh it snowed all the time i didn't see the sun for three months it was really weird that being said that's what that was that's what it is thank you so much for tuning in hopefully you got a little sum out this little, little episode today i'm sorry about the quality i, I really apologize um and like I kind of ended it and brought it back. Thanks for enduring that with me. And uh, you're the best. So talk soon. Please hit me up on social if you have any thoughts, ideas, questions, concerns, you want to contribute, maybe you want to pop on this thing sometime. Y'all get out of my line. Uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And we will talk soon. Before I let you go, I'm not going to do an ad. I'm just going to remind you that we are, uh, like I said twice before, going to be getting into it over the next six episodes with six people on six different steps of the journey where they at everywhere from six months in to uh 15 years in eight figure businesses the real the real deal right so holla at your boy baby get back to the pod soon we out